This episode of the Zulu Podcast is sponsored by Zulu Inc., a benefit corporation dedicated to the goal of universal access to toilets, hygiene, clean water, and sanitation through the power of social enterprise. Learn more at Zulu.com. We're providing business development support for these toilet business owners. We're helping them to, to create and meet sanitation demands in their communities. We're providing support just to enhance their capacity to sell more toilets. That's all in Nigeria. We believe that families deserve not just toilets, but quality toilets. So we're making access to quality and affordable toilets very easy for all Nigerians. That's what Toilet Pride is about. Giving people dignity. You know, like shitting with some swag, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Zulu Podcast, where we talk all things poop, toilets, and sanitation. Through insightful news, impact stories, and quirky humor, we aim to discuss and highlight the critical role toilets play in whisking poop out of our lives, the impact toilets have, or lack thereof, in the health and wellness of humanity, and what Zulu is doing to help solve the current global sanitation crisis. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Zulu Podcast. As promised, we have highlights from the World Toilet Summit this week, and I'm super excited to listen to them. It'll be my first time tuning in and seeing who some of these amazing people were that y'all met when you were in Nigeria. Suzanne, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you. Happy to be here. Yeah, excited to have you back and hear some more of your thoughts post, you know, Mm -hmm. tuning into some of our interviews. Just Excited to hear some more details. Yeah, we were just uh, felt grateful to be hanging with all the players in the toilet space. Yeah, because there were a lot. Like, who are some of the people that we're highlighting today? So, uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna highlight some of the interviews that we had. We met with so many, and we we had to narrow it down. I mean, and some sometimes our video equipment wasn't working. You know, right? (laughs) Uh, So we we had some uh, false starts, but. well, yeah. and then some of our equipment, well, my camera guy wasn't there. So I was like on my own. Oh, yeah, I forgot cam- your was selfie a, stick too. I was yeah. the camera guy. Darren's stuck like, in Germany and you're like, where? How yeah. can I do oh, no. this? You're, you're sending me, I'm, I'm like trying, I'm like in London trying to get there and uh-huh. then you're sending me photos and I'm just like, oh. I know. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. so funny, Darren. Yeah. Check out all these cool people I'm hanging with. I'm like, oh. <laughs> I was eating some chips in London. <laughs> Can't, can't. And then he's thinking about the problems they have in England with their toilets. And yeah. Like, the, they're I plentiful. Gotta, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Aaron's so, like, Nigeria, they can solve it. I'm just going <laughs> to pop myself down here in London. I could have just stayed in London. Could've could've stayed there's in lot, London. lots of issues in London, right? Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, um, yeah, just super grateful. I mean, uh, obviously, Jack Sim, uh, got to interview him again. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll be hey. hearing from, from Jack a little bit. And he was like, he was like a man on the red carpet, celebrity. Uh, yeah. Everybody wanted to talk to Jack, yeah, including us, right? And yeah. as soon as we were, you know, talking to him for a few minutes, then he got whisked away to <laughs> right. some other some other place, <laughs> you know? He was kind of like this apparition spirit that would come in right. and bless you and then <laughs> move on, you know? But uh, yeah. We Jack. also got to speak to um, his, uh, the general manager, yep. member. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Sarika. Wow. Yeah, Sarika did a great job, mm-hmm. and she's the one that uh, spoke in church yeah. there. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, and, and she's uh, so sh- knowledgeable. That lady, yeah. wow, she just she knows amazing. her stuff. Yeah, she's yeah, in the hoping, right position as GM. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. and she's Such great um, energy and yeah, mm-hmm. so we're hoping to have her on the podcast soon. Yep. Uh, for a full 
a longer interview. Yeah, we will. Um, we talked about that um, after so, church. We had a great meal, and then you know, she said after the holidays, you know, because she knew we'd gonna have Thanksgiving and then Christmas yeah. and New Year's. Yeah. So yeah, so we'll definitely be getting her in the next couple months. Yeah, the challenge for us yeah. Americans is that World Toilet Day is close to Thanksgiving. Yes, and so it's like you want to stay and hang with these people, but it's like ah, oh, tradition. <laughs> I, I guess I better be home with my family and be thankful. Yeah, I got to go, go be thankful and eat turkey. But uh, even as much as we'd love to hang and talk about toilets, we got to go. But um, no pun intended. You got to go. Uh, we had a great interview with uh, Dr. Nicholas Igwe again. Mm-hmm. We oh, chatted yeah. with her and, and Shale, um, yeah. who uh, talk about red carpet, man. Yeah. Uh, she was, she looked like she was going to the Oscars. She to the nines. Seriously. She is a classy lady. She's she a classy is. lady. And she did a phenomenal job. Yeah. She, yeah, she, uh, she was hard that. at work for mm-hmm. months. She yes. pulled all that together. I didn't tell you this when, when, when the, when the airline was not letting me on the plane, yeah. she was like, and I was on the phone with her, you know, cause they were like, and cause she's the one that organized, sent right. the, the letters from immigration over and all that. And, and she's like, let me talk to the flight attendant. And she just got in her business. Like, <laughs> listen, I'm working with the Nigerian government. I'm sitting right here with the, you know, and blah. And, and that know, flight yeah. attendant still stood her ground. Man, it was mm-hmm. like, it was like yes. a cat fight. Spicy. You know, I'm like, I hope, I hope she wins. Yeah. <laughs> so she did, you was, are the winner in our books. And she always. did win. She did yeah. win because mm-hmm. uh, she, uh, yeah, when I got there, all the, you know, it's like all the immigration people knew who I was. Oh, yes, you were that guy. Yeah. <laughs> you're that guy. They did. That's... They're like, oh, we spotted him. I know. Yeah, you're that guy. So, uh, oh, and know. then, oh, we forgot to throw the little tidbit that our luggage got lost. Oh, Both no. of our luggages were it's late. True. Yeah, so you, I was you, so you, were, glad. you were lucky you had an extra set of clothes. Yes. Right? I was so thankful I listened to that little voice in my head that was yep. like, in my carry on, I'm going to pack extra clothes, underwear. So, I did have a change of, of clothing and I threw in my little cocktail dress. So no one knew. Like, you know, I wasn't wearing the yep. same outfit for three days. <laughs> yep. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And, but yeah. Have so you gotten it, it back? Yeah. Oh, I've yeah. heard we, horror we stories. Ended up get, we ended up getting it. Yeah. But we had to. Yeah. Like, the luggage go. arrived with me, right? When I yep. got there finally, then, then <gasps> mm-hmm. I was like, oh, here's our luggage. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So. Wow. So was, lessons for people going to Nigeria. Well, right. whenever you or have, anywhere, really. yeah, you whenever you have ready. like a two, you know, when you have, when you have like two transfers, yep. it's kind of common, unfortunately, yes. it happens, but. Yeah, your luggage goes somewhere else, but. But well, it was a little weird because you had to go pick it up. Like, I'm used to them like delivering it to your right. hotel if it, you know, but no, yeah. we had to go back to the hotel. We had to arrange to go back and get it. Oh, wow. Yeah. So anyway, but. Well, a little off topic, but mm-hmm. I'm excited to just hop into our interviews and listen yeah. to some of these people that you guys got to meet. So. Yeah, I'm excited to see them too. Well, let's so. do it. Yeah. Okay. Here we are at the World Toilet Summit, and we're going to head over here across the hall here to speak to our friends. Yeah, so can you go ahead and tell us a little bit about your organization and what your mission is? Okay, so um, hello, my name is Shadi. 
I'm from the Clean Nigeria Campaign Secretariat, and um, Clean Nigeria Campaign Secretariat is all about um, to end open defecation. So what we do is sensitize people, do advocacy, create awareness to those people that um, don't know the dangers of open defecation. So we go to rural areas, even the urban areas, go down to the community level, we speak to people, we go to the top there, we do advocacy, and then we try to sensitize people to end open defecation. And then so far in Nigeria, we have 92 today, local government out of 774 that are open dedication free and we're happy about that and then there's an improvement and then we trust that as time goes on because we have five years to declare the whole of Nigeria open dedication free. Excellent. So are you going to be going to, um, you're going to be doing this effort through schools or like local communities or how are you going to actually make that happen? Yes, we have our partners around. We have the Upswash, WaterAid, UN, so many partners that we partner with. So we go to schools, hospitals, you know, rural areas, um, different places to make advocacy. And then we train people to also train others. And exactly, that's what we do. Yes. Well, we wish you the best. And we're hoping that we at Zulu can help promote your goals. And um, through our weekly podcast, we'll be happy to do that. So thank you so much for your time today. So we're here with our... We're here with our neighbors across the tent, and he's having a um, virtual experience. So what's going on is he is viewing a town in Africa that was just flooded. And so they're explaining how that's going to affect the community and what they're going to be able to do to help it. So it's just kind of fun here because he's got this virtual thing going on. We're going to head over here to Jennifer and have her tell us more about their organization and what their mission is what they're planning to do, and how they're helping this um, crisis. Jennifer, <laughs> how are you? Good. Go ahead and just tell us about your organization and what your goals are and all that amazing stuff. Sure. Thank you so much. We are trying to promote uh, sanitation for a new world, the next generation of sanitation. So it's called fecal sludge management or non-sewered sanitation. And just really trying to promote best practice, some new evidence, the new technology. Um, and a different way of doing things. We really feel like there's a need for a paradigm shift uh, and also to, to get out of a siloed way of thinking. So we're also going to be hosting um, an event in February next year with the African Water Association, trying to bring water and sanitation closer together because we don't think that we can have clean water until we have safely managed sanitation. Amen, because that's really how it is, right? It's true, yes. Yes. If we, we, um, the water sources will never be clean if we keep polluting it with our own waste. Yeah. Exactly. And so I think a lot of times people think, oh, we got to get clean water, clean water, clean water. But in reality, you've got to handle the crap first. Yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. And I think it's been really easy because water is sexy. Uh, it's, it's a, it's seen as a valued commodity. And so you can also see from the, from the new uh, treatment technology, we're trying to create value products out of shit. Right. Yes. So steam, electricity, uh, uh, water that can be used for agricultural purposes or to make coolant, ash to make cement. So trying to extract different value products and really create a new circular economy that also helps create uh, non-chemical fertilizer as well. So really just trying to, to extract the value where we can. And like this is just so mind-blowing because all of those things that you just listed, I mean, coolant for your car, yes. like fertilizer, yes. right? Yes. And also like concrete type pavements. 
I mean, all of these things can be made out of crap yes. that we can attain for free. Yes. And, and even the current systems in the cities that you and I live in, the sewer system that we know, they're aging, they're at capacity. There's no real way to expand them. So this is this is not just for um, the parts of the world that don't have access to safely managed sanitation. It's also about for for other cities that need new solutions as well. Right. Yes. My understanding is from our conversation the other day, they're having issues in the UK. They've had issues in the U.S. I mean, so just like you said, it's it truly is a global problem. And we've got to do something about it or we're just going to be up to our eyes in shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, and if you think about it, the sewer system that we use is over 200 years old. And so that is sort of the equivalent of, of all of us still using MS-DOS. And one country which has been phenomenal at this is Japan, right? Yes. So it's so fascinating. Um, we saw actually like a short documentary here about how in Tokyo, they actually created 17 different public toilet spaces and they actually hired artists to do it. And so these toilet places are like works of art. They're beautiful and creative. And it's like people want to go there, not just to take care of number one and number two, but to just see the art. And so... Definitely, we're wanting to look to Japan for that kind of attitude and bringing awareness. And like, it's something that we all do. We do it every day. It's nothing that we should be ashamed of. And the other key is we need to really address how this affects women and um, young women, especially. So do you have a few thoughts on that, Jennifer? Well, specifically, I think it's really important to also look at how we can provide more situation or more just waste baskets in schools so that girls have a place to, to change their menstrual hygiene products if they need to. Because we know that a lot of times girls drop out of school because there's not facilities to do so in their school and then they can't manage their, their menstrual hygiene. Uh, so they end up skipping school and then they lose a week a month. In, from school and they eventually end up dropping out. So if we can, these, and these are simple solutions. Right. And uh, we have a solution. It's do. not complicated no, no, and it's really not that expensive. No, <laughs> no. So I think this, this is also an, an element that sometimes gets overlooked as, as well. And so I think it's great to have a podcast like this, trying to increase awareness and, and trying to, to make it sexy and make it more accessible and, and remove the taboos. Okay, so here we are again with Zulu, and I'm here with the founder of Toilet Pride. Excellent name. At Toilet Pride, we're a Nigerian wash-specific NGO that is passionate about improving lives to increase access to toilets and sanitation. Um, basically, we're involved in promoting market-based sanitation approaches to any open defecation in Nigeria. We're providing business development support for these toilet business owners. We're helping them to, to create and meet sanitation demands in their communities. We're providing support just to enhance their capacity to sell more toilets. That's all in Nigeria. We believe that families deserve not just toilets, but quality toilets. So we're making access to quality and affordable toilets very easy for all Nigerians. That's what Toilet Pride is about. Giving people dignity. You know, like shitting with some swag, you know? <laughs> <laughs> wow, I love that. We might have to, like, use that. <laughs> What's one of your biggest takeaways from the conference? What's something that you walked away with this weekend going, wow? For me, it's more commitment. I'm excited that um, different countries, different people, everybody's speaking the same language, increasing access to sanitation. For me, it's a wake-up call to do more. 
understanding that it's a global issue, not just an Nigerian thing. But if we put more energy, more investments, we, we will make good progress. So going home, I'm more excited. I'm inspired to know that um, this is possible. And, you know, most people don't know the magnitude of this problem. So the more of us that can know, the more education that we can do through Zulu and other other forms of um, communication, the more we can make this happen. So thank you so much. Okay, so I'm so excited to have this phenomenal group of young people here with us today with Zulu, with our Pood cast. You guys know that it's called the Pood cast, right? Okay. We're making it fun and sexy, right? <laughs> okay. I just want you to just introduce yourself and just tell a little bit about yourself. And then um, one of you can just do a little nutshell of like what you guys have done. All right. Um, good evening. I'm Bounce Shekina Glory. I'm a final year student, 400 level student of Madbello University studying political science. Um, I'm the financial secretary of the team. So I'm in charge of money, finance. Oh, you're in charge of the dollars. <laughs> Uh-huh, that's why she's so happy. <laughs> yeah, probably. <Okay>. Probably. Because <laughs> money makes everybody happy, right? <laughs> well, yeah, it can because it can help us to solve problems, right? Yes, very and, true. Right, and that's one of the main takeaways is like, we need government to come together and the private sector, right? And it's okay that we're going to make money yes. off of solving these problems, right? Yes. And you guys are doing this incredible thing to help save the environment by... Doing what with the plastic? Who can tell me what you did with the plastic? plastic. So, upcycle. yeah, that's what I said. So we upcycle the plastic and we turn it into polish, right? It's really, it sounds really simple, but like it's a great innovation and it's something that we've put everything we've had into. We've put our hard, our hard work and everything in, into it. So that's yeah. I was just like blown away. I'm like, at first I thought the number was 36 million, but then I listened again. It was 50 million, right? People that use shoe polish. Yeah. It's incredible. Okay, great. So I'm here with um, my new great friend, Shale, and Dr. Nicholas Igwe. Okay. And they've actually both been on the podcast, and we're so glad that we're here. And we just want for you guys just to tell us maybe your biggest takeaway. Uh, I think the biggest takeaway for me, as you said, we've, we've made good friends, new friends, right. new partnerships, um, learned things that I've not heard before in the sanitation sector, and um, just bringing together people that are passionate about sanitation in one room mm -hmm. in, you know, the hub of, of the sanitation movement yes. in the world right now. So th those right. would be my biggest highlights. Thank yeah. you. Like, everybody's just nerding out, right? Yeah. Because we're all like, this is amazing. And I, think, I, think, I think the most important one is the thematic area on catalyzing the private sector engagement in water, sanitation, and hygiene. Everybody's Coca-Cola, FSMA, all of them, they all now energize that they want to really get involved. They have stopped seeing sanitation issues as the social issues. People now feel that they can make you know, money. People now feel that they can also partner as well. And very importantly, people are also seeing the Zulu, the Zulu um, 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 uh, in the US, in, uh, you know, has also a communication sector as well that they can also use to send out you know, messages. So for us as well in Nigeria, we want to see how we can do more with Zulu, with Zulu, podcast and others as well to come together and see how they can even use what they have because they, you guys have now Zulu has a very strong network as well that they can actually use to send messages because one important thing is how do we get the entrepreneurs to actually understand that there are economic 
values when it comes to sanitation. So we are hoping that in partnership with Zulu, we'll be able to achieve that. That's exactly what needs to happen, the, the private sector to get involved. Because you know what? It's okay to make money off of this issue because it's solving a problem. And it can benefit everybody. And we're here to link arms. You know, to solve the problem, create jobs, help the economy. It's just a win-win. Thank you again for your time. All right, so we're here with Godwin, and he is with WaterAid. So go ahead and just go ahead and tell us a little bit about your organization and what you're doing and what your goals are. So um, primarily our aim for WaterAid is to ensure that everyone everywhere has access to quality wash by 2030. So we do this by basically implementing, by influencing government, by setting policies in place to make um, these things possible. Excellent. This is what needs to happen, right? All right, friends, here with BTNL, right? BTNL. Can you tell us what this is all about? Okay, BTNL is Biofit Technologies Nigeria Limited. So we offer a sustainable waste management solution that cut across uh, sewage management, other biodegradable waste, like waste from animals, waste from markets, biodegradable waste. And the good thing is we turn this waste to value, you know, to biogas that can be used for electricity or for cooking and also organic fertilizer. Excellent. Isn't it amazing that we can actually produce energy from this? Yes. Right? It's incredible. And most people in the world don't know this, right? So this is the mission that we're on. (laughs) Would you like to share a little bit? We also have another product, which is called the eco-filtering system, which which helps you to secure your drinking water. You know, here in Nigeria, most homes drink plastic water or pure water, sachet water. But with this system, it helps you to drink directly from the tap. So you just, it's, it's, it's built like a tap, which we can fix in your kitchen sink. So it helps you to drink um, from the tap directly. And the minimum lifespan of this product is 10 years. And um, unlike other filters out there that you have to wash every month, you have to wash the filter every month, you don't need to wash this. It can last up to two years before you wash the dirt out of the filter. So, and it's also very affordable and it doesn't need electricity. It is safe and it is just the perfect um, product for your home. It's, it secures public, it's, it's, it secures your good health as well. And um, it also promotes good well-being. Yeah. Excellent. And this will also cut down on plastic waste, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yes, for this, it's a block solution. BTNL block solutions. This actually providing affordable way of building houses. This is a block that is made from plastic waste. So now with this, you can build the house quicker, affordable, easy and quick to build. It's highly sustainable. And you know, plastic waste has been a problem all over the world, you know, in climate change and all that. So with this, we can use recycled plastic now to build public toilets for markets, for houses, mass housing and the rest of it. Fantastic. Okay. Excellent. Hello, neighbor. Please let us know what's happening. Yeah. My name is Michael. Are you welcome to the Sato stand? Can you tell us about your product and how it works and how much it costs and things like this? Oh, great. Yeah. So our products are affordable and it gets out to the people at the bottom of the pyramid, you know, for sanitation. Let me just show you. Okay. This is a Sato pan. Okay. Made of plastic. Virgin plastic polypropylene, and uh, it's affordable. It costs like 3,500 naira. And what it does is it upgrades 
the normal pee toilet that is common in Africa. So it makes it safer. So it stops the smell, the the smell, the flies, and you know it reduces the disease that are spread. So it's safe for children and women. Yeah. Excellent. We like to hear that. Okay. This is called a stool. So you know because of inclusiveness, not everybody can squat. This, and because maybe they are aged, um, rheumatism, amputees, so they sit on this. Let me just show you. So they can sit and do their business. Nice. And so um, this right here, can you explain this and how that, what part is that? No. Uh, this for, no, you can have two impedes. Twin pits, so that saves you a lot of money in the long run. So you can, why you want it? Why you using the toilet? Uh, a piece is being filled. Maybe after two, three years, when it's filled, you lock this side and you start using the other one. So while you're using the other one, you can evacuate. You can sell the the fecal sludge. So that's the advantage of this. So that way, it allows it to last twice as long, right? And what is it called again? The two. No, no. Uh, this is a this is a V trap. Okay. A V trap. Looks like a V. A V trap. Okay, perfect. When this is filled, mm -hmm. you just deploy okay. and use the soap. Wash your hands with the wrist with minimal contacts. You know, this was created during the COVID. Uh, head of innovation, he contracted COVID and he had to come up with this while he was recovering. Okay. Yeah, it's a great great idea. And again, like I said, it's very simple. Everybody has bottled water. Thank you so much for your excellent work. Okay, thank you. Hey, so I'm here with Sarika, which means the singing bird, right? But I like to refer to her as the singing bird of knowledge. <laughs> she is the general manager of the World Toilet Organization. And we're so fortunate to be able to speak to her today as we're finishing up the summit here in Nigeria. Sure. Thank you for this uh, opportunity. Uh, summit uh, was a great opportunity for us to interact with different stakeholders in sanitation domain, those who are working in, especially in Nigeria. And I think uh, uh, the World Toilet Summit uh, in 2022 was a good start wherein we have started discussing how sanitation can be important from the perspective of creating an economy in the country. When uh, we have seen uh, in India that uh, when the government start paying attention to sanitation, a lot of opportunities have opened up for the uh, country. Even in India, when government uh, took the decision of uh, spending their time and energies in uh, the sanitation sector. We have seen that uh, in a span of five years, the government was able to uh, create $62 billion economy. Now, uh, in 2021, it is at $97 billion. And by uh, 2030, it is going to grow at uh, $143 billion US dollars. I believe that uh, uh, Nigerian government has shown lot of interest in the sector and they have shown their will. Uh, we are expecting uh, the investments in the sectors from different stakeholders and collectively we are going to make an impact uh, uh, with regard to creation of uh, the individual household toilets, communal toilets and creating job opportunities for uh, individuals. Thank you. Fantastic. Thank you for that sum up.
Can you please tell us your name? My name is Shale Igwe from Upswash. So it's been just amazing. Like, it exceeded my expectations. Oh, really? Yes. I'm so glad you yes. Uh, so what was your favorite part? Uh, some of the... Uh, meetings or the exhibition. You know what? I think my favorite part was just connecting with other people that are so passionate about this. And I mean, I just learned so much and like just the energy and everybody's excitement and just very professional and very well done. And yeah, can you tell us a little bit about what your role is in, in this summit? I mean, uh, so Upswash is one of the organizers here. So my role has really been critically to uh, bring together different panelists, strategically decide um, what kind of panel discussions we should have, who we should bring on those discussions in terms of expertise and work in the sector. And same goes for exhibition. So we wanted Zulu to come on board because of the work that you've been doing in advocacy. I mean, we've heard our, our experts say that we need more advocacy um, so yeah, that's been mostly my role and I, I completely agree with you. It's been a really exciting two days. It almost makes me feel energized for the yeah. next few years that, you know, we can do this. So yeah. yeah. Thank you so much. You look stunning, by the way. Okay, you too. Okay, so here we are, Zulu at the final gala of the World Toilet Summit 2022. This is Jack. Tell us about you. Well, I'm really impressed. I think that the this is a, a very, very good summit and the energy level is very good. And I think we're all committed to solve this problem with the uh, ending open defecation and the minister himself is like, fully committed. Excellent. Mm. Excellent. Mm. And can you tell us a little bit about you and what you've done? Like, this is your baby, right? Yeah, I started it uh, 21 years ago and uh, have been driving this to the United Nations, to the uh, uh, everywhere, 193 countries. Wow. And uh, all incredible. the government uh, uh, sign up for this. Mm -hmm. So every year we have World Toilet Summit, uh, except for the two COVID years. So really, really, we are, we're very glad with this one. Yes. And you also established World Toilet Day, correct? Yes. And what day is that? 19th of November is today. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you so much, Jack. Okay. Okay, these people are superstars. Wow. Wow. Super. Whoa. Mm -hmm. Super superstars. Yeah. Superstars. So so highlights for both of you from these interviews. What what stands out? Maybe not a person, but what do you mm -hmm. remember from these interviews or meeting these people or even just being at the summit that was um, I think for, for me you. is that everybody was so willing to do it. Like yeah. they were just excited and they just, you know, you know, because a lot of times you kind of get people going like, you know, or they just feel, but everybody was just like, right, Darren? They were just like, oh yeah, we want to be on it. We want to share. And, and, you know, we gave them, they were good sports too, because I just kind of went to their booths. I'm like, hey, we're going to interview you, you know? Yeah. And um, I just said, you know, just tell us a little bit. And, you know, they were, they were great and they did a good job and Love yeah, it. just very willing and just, you know, yeah. they, they have a, they have a lot of love for their country, you know, yeah. and for their people. And, you know, you can tell that they just, um, they just really all are really sincere and wanting to try to, to, you know, help solve this problem. Well, not just the yeah. Nigerians, but everybody mm -hmm. that was in attendance of the summit, cool. you know, mm -hmm. they were there. It was almost like you had a, like a sisterhood, brotherhood sort yeah. of thing. Mm -hmm. Cause you're all like, Oh, we're, we're all motivated because of this cause. Right. Yeah. I mean, when we, like we were sitting with Berger and mm -hmm. with uh, our friends from India, um, Kumar, 
Mm-hmm. And it's almost like, hey, what, what's your story? Why, why, you, know, why, you know, it's like of all why places. Why do you care about sanitation? Right. Why are I you mean, here in Nigeria? Of all yeah. the places in the world, here we're sitting down in Abuja, Nigeria, you know, having you know, eating some breakfast together. What, what's why? You know, why? Yeah, what brings? Yeah. And it was like, you know, I mean, I heard, I heard Berger's story, and I told Zulu's story of why we sort of felt um, kind of called to do this. Yeah, do this, and it was very similar. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're sharing like, you know what? I couldn't do anything else. Like I, I, I could go do, I could go a million different things, you know, yeah. I could go retire, I could do, you know, but this is like, you know, it's almost like, you know, like for me personally, like I can't sleep at night. Sometimes I'm thinking about toilets and the issue that, that we're trying to address and we're trying to highlight, mm-hmm. you know, in the podcast and, you know, our work and, and, uh, and it was such a kind of a, you know, you felt like family right there yeah. with with everybody that mm-hmm. was involved, right? And they're all doing their little part, right? Whether they're in government, private industry, whether they're engineer or or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. uh, they're just doing something, yeah. right? And and yeah, you just come away from just like, wow, okay, I'm not in, the, I'm not just the crazy guy in the room talking about toilets. <laughs> you know? I'm with you know? my people. Right. You know, <laughs> take me to your leader. I know. Yeah, it's Jack. No, there was no eye rolling when you talked about you right. Know, you know, and uh, you know, because sometimes you feel that way. It's like, yeah. what the hell? What's like about this guy? <laughs> know, right. <laughs> talking about like, toilets all the time. But, right. but it who'd was you like, meet on the airplane? Toilet guy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I know. So anyway, yeah. that that was no, the, that was the cool thing. It was just mm-hmm. you felt this same, same common cause. Absolutely. Right? Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, it was highlight of the year. I yeah, think. absolutely. Aside from my granddaughters, of course. <laughs> yeah. Close second. <laughs> They're close second. Yeah. World Toilet Summit. Well, thank you both for going out there. I mean. You know, I think that a lot of the people in our highlights that we've just listened mm-hmm. to would say the same thing about you both going out there. What a cause to dedicate yourself to. What an amazing reach that you've had. Um, I know I was chatting with Darren just before we started filming that like Zulu had to have been like the coolest one there. I mean, we're there. We're wanting to hear everybody's story, right? We're wanting to share. And mm-hmm. and I know that's just me boasting on behalf cool, of Zulu. Cool of course, we have the cool swag. I mean, that's really why and we're the coolest. And the chocolate. <laughs> well, no, but, we're the only podcast there. The yeah. only podcast there. Mm-hmm. And this is a big deal to get out and say mm-hmm. to people, even in our space, let's share our messages together. Right. Because the more that we can share, listeners, this is like your cue to share the Zulu podcast mm-hmm. with your friends and family on your social sharing media feeds. Is sharing is caring. <laughs> That's how we broaden our reach. That's how we yeah. intensify the impact of what we're doing mm-hmm. is by continuing to collaborate, but also to share each other's messages, right? right. Like stand on each other's shoulders. And so how amazing to be out mm-hmm. there and to be meeting new people and mm-hmm working together to solve the global sanitation crisis yep. in areas all over. So Yeah. Exactly. And, uh, you know, I know I, I, uh, I talk about Rose George a lot. Rose, mm-hmm. I love you. We do. we do. Love you, Rose. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, if she hadn't have written this book, yeah. right? I mean, I'd probably just be, you know, out sailing, golfing, whatever. I mean, yeah. Probably having more fun, but, you know, <laughs> it, it's... But yet, I mean, it was something just, you know, like she shared, you know, it wasn't just facts but it was yeah. the stories that caught, yeah. caught me right and mm-hmm. and obviously we try to we try to highlight some of those stories on the show mm-hmm. you know, of hey you know real people is a real issue and 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 
And that's what I think hopefully gets across, right? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, it's something we all have in common, something we all do, mm-hmm. you know? And um, anyway, I'm uh, just it. grateful to be a part of the whole the whole cause or whatever you want to call it, you know, the mm-hmm. toilet crusade. That's you right. Know? <laughs> and uh, we'll just keep going. So I'll we'll um, just keep going. You know, Tokyo 2023, here we come. We're coming. Zulu's yeah. so, uh, coming at you. Mm-hmm. So COVID or not, we're coming. <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for being here and tuning in today. As always, like, subscribe, and share with those friends and family, especially if this is a cause that, uh, you know, something struck a chord with you. It it really goes a long way in helping to make an impact in individual lives, communities, and just internationally. So we'll catch you next week. Thank you for listening to the Zulu Podcast. Follow us on social media at our links in the show notes below. To learn more, visit our website, Zulu.org. If you liked the podcast, be sure to subscribe, like, and comment. For even more Zulu fun, send us an email with your toilet stories to podcast at Zulu.com for a chance to be featured on the podcast. This episode of the Zulu Podcast is sponsored by Zulu Inc., a benefit corporation dedicated to the goal of universal access to toilets, hygiene, clean water, and sanitation through the power of social enterprise. Learn more at Zulu.com.